Hello, fans. This is Hall of Famer Ron Simmons, and you are listening to WNS Podcast. And if you're not listening, that's just one word for you. Damn! You are now listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your wrestling information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, iTunes, and Spotify by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Aber. And we welcome you to episode 462 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, on YouTube, doing this video. <laughs> on Facebook. On Facebook. Yes. Fake news book. Doing this podcast. YouTube, doing this video. iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Wrestling News Source Podcast. Stitcher, lost my words. Beyond Pie, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, Dominus Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, Dominus underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore Abear on Instagram, Abear underscore Mode. You can follow me on TikTok at Daniel Heron. TikTok, time's running out. So welcome to the show. Hear the clock ticking. Yeah. TikTok. You about to stop living. Welcome to the show. Got a lot. We man, we have a lot to talk about this Lots. week. There's a lot going on. Believe it or not, we're going to talk about Slammiversary. We're also going to talk about the horror show at Extreme Rules. The horror show. A little bit of Raw, a little bit of AEW, a little NXT, hot topics as well. All kinds of fun stuff. So, uh, Tyler, how you doing? I Yeah. I'm a little sore. Oh, yeah. A little sore. Tell, tell the people what you have subjected yourself to doing okay so you are a glutton for punishment and pain yes some might consider you to be insane insane in the membrane insane in the um i've started insanity bump bump uh, i'm on my fourth day um i'm doing a 60 day challenge so yeah i'm a little sore <laughs> um i got the whole um World insanity collection in his hands uh, for free. Nice. So, how many discs are on this workout plan? Ten. Ten? Okay. When you get to two, can I get one? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm on like four right now. Well, damn. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. <laughs> so, what do you just like rotate them? Um, uh, there's like a few CDs that only have like one workout on it. Yeah. There's a few that have like two. So. Okay. All right. And it will kick your fucking ass. Wow. That's, that's a statement. Well, maybe I don't uh, want to do that one then. Maybe uh, I'll stick to the DV- DDP yoga. Stick to the DDP yoga. Okay. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Because there's times I'll, I'll do the shit and I have to press pause multiple times, yeah. catch my breath, and get back into it. Yeah. But I don't get back stop. Into it. I don't like turn it off, mm-hmm. but I get back into it. Come on, foster the people. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Man, it's rough. It's rough. I'm, you know, not as sore. But yeah, you're getting there. Yeah, you're getting you're getting ripped. I want to be. Did you take before pictures? Yeah, I did. Okay. I did. Yep. All right. So we'll get to see the after pictures mm-hmm. right I'm, before going to Disney. Yeah. To throw everything you worked for away to go stuff our faces with ribs. Won't, I won't lose what I have candy. in four days, four or five days. You'd be surprised. No, I won't. Candy, 
food, alcohol. I don't know if I'll like eat tons of candy, but bubblegum and taffy. My weakness over there will be the if they have it, um, the Mickey pretzels. Yeah, that shit's good. Um, but have you seen their like hyper frozen dipped? You sent treats? you you showed me that video. Man, that looks good. Yeah, and they dip it in like M M&M and M pieces and all that. I'm like, Ooh. That looks that looks good. Ooh, I'm glad I'm fat. I'm gonna go and enjoy <laughs> all that. But no, it's man, be delicious. Delicious, not nutritious. The stuff. (laughs) Tastes just like chicken. Man, I want number three, number four, and throw in a plastic donut. (laughs) Uh, Just enjoy the gritty, crunchy taste just like chicken. uh, But Man, are you freaking blind? That's that's a rock. rock. (laughs) But no, yeah, it's been kicking my butt. And actually, you know, I'm not one of those dudes that... Because I do it right after work. I'm not the guy I'm like, God, I got to do this shit. Mm-hmm. I you set your mind to get it. into it and yeah. like and I've been eating the healthiest of, well healthier you know I've been eating protein uh, just different things you know healthy fats your poor toilet poor toilet <laughs> um, your poor wife a lot of other things health uh, certain carbs and stuff and good carbs good carbs yeah it's so funny my boss knows about it you raise uh, your cholesterol so that you can lower it. <laughs> And uh, he was testing me today. He's like, hey, man, they got some uh, birthday cake in the uh, lounge if you want. I was like, I'm not going to eat that. And he's like, I was hoping you would say that. Good job. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, it's like, hey, they're going to have some uh, breakfast pizza tomorrow morning. I was like, I don't want that shit. <sighs> and he's like, we'll see. It's going to be in front of you. See if you can. You know, like when I'm in this mode, mm-hmm. nothing can really tempt me. But yeah. When I get out. It's hard to get back in. What about five thousand dollars? Five thousand dollars? Let me see it. Well, I'm asking. What about five thousand dollars? Would five thousand dollars tempt you away? Yes. Okay. (laughs) We'll see. Five thousand dollars. I mean, you're just. But I don't see that shit anywhere. So I'm I'm curious. I'm curious as to what it. Eat this pizza for five thousand dollars? I mean, give me it. If that's what it's take, I mean, I've got five thousand dollars. You need five. There's like a lot of guys who do this cardio shit, and like who also there's people who workout on a daily basis not just cardio but like pump weights they eat whatever they want because that must be nice. they burn so much so like braun Strowman, mm-hmm. i've seen some of the stuff he he eats see he can eat a freaking pizza and that's what blows my mind because these guys eat like eight thousand calories a day but they work out a lot and they the do day. that is true my question is how in the hell do they afford all of this shit well, I mean, they get paid by WWE. Well, they do, but they like do. normal people, like like you, if you were to go and like eat three grilled chickens a day, how would you afford that? On top of everything else that you got, you it's know, hard. Your, like I mean, it's just yeah, you just stack up on protein powder and just hope for the best. Or? <laughs> no, I don't know. It's like we 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 robbed the truck and we stole the protein. I'm telling you what, right here. Right here, uh, part the of abdomen, my abdomen, upper, upper abdomen. This thing is freaking tight. This is a little flat, right? Here, but this well, is, that's the, that's the hardest part to work. Yeah, in which I've seen before and after pictures online in Sandy. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how what I will. So, look would like. you say that you are currently fat or just cultivating mass so that you can be ripped one day? I can't take that serious when you're saying cultivating mass. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm just cultivating mess. So what you're saying is I'm actually healthier than him. Um, you are both incredibly unhealthy. <laughs> but I'm winning, right? Yes. <laughs> God. Well, good luck to you on your journey, sir. I need to. Thank you. I need to step. I do work out six days a week. That's insanity. <laughs> I have ah. Sundays off. I have, I have Sundays off. Sundays off, so that you. <laughs> You can chew it and do it. Chew it and do it. Blue chew. <laughs> By the way, since we already mentioned it, we're everywhere. Uh, I was listening to Unrestricted, AW Unrestricted, uh, two episodes ago. They had Colt Cabana on there. Well, each episode, they have uh, ads or like they promote Promotion. uh, promotions and stuff. Well, it's on Paid the Blue Promotion. Chew was a different form of Viagra, basically, where you just chew the pill and... It's a chewable. Yeah. So, Audrey Ed- Edwards uh, uh, and Tony Schiavone. Oh, my God. Tony Schiavone fucking talking about is hilarious. <laughs> it's like, okay, so it comes to your door in discreet packaging. It's not like it's going to say, uh, erections for Tony. He says it just like that. <laughs> it's not going to say that. And Audrey is like, you never know. It might. It's like, well, you, you do get erections for Tony, but that's, that's your discretion. <laughs> And then, and he, I don't know if it's they're saying the company says this or if he says, well, they're saying says, chew it, then do it. Or chew it, do it. Wait. Chew it, then do it? Yeah. Yeah, chew it, then do it. And then it's like, it's like, call today to get your first free erection. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> God damn. It's like, wow. Get a free erection? Yeah. <laughs> Tony Schiavone is going to help you get an erection. And, and he's done other <laughs> spots before. It's just so fucking hilarious. Like, he's talked about... Erectile dysfunction. Um, and Audrey's like, I'm here for your erectile dysfunction, Tony. <laughs> Lol, thanks. Thanks. Here in support of you. Uh, Manscaped. It's good to have that support system. Yeah. Manscaped. Do Manscaped. and do other stuff. So it's pretty funny. Nice. We they're, need to get they're in a good on duo. That. They're a good duo. Yeah. Good chemistry. Yeah. Good crap run, growing up the tree. <laughs> we need to get some sponsors up in here. So oh, I thought she was like, we need to get some blue chew. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. I don't need that wow, shit. Wow. You think I'm having that kind of problem? No, sir. I don't need that shit. No, sir. <clears throat> we need to get some sponsors. So if any of our listeners out there know someone who needs to advertise their business in these trying and unprecedented times, yes. feel free to hit us up. Daniel Heron Voice a lot of gmail.com. People, a lot of people in this pandemic are staying home. Yeah. They have sex. Blue wow. Blue okay. Blue no, I don't know. We're not There's going to be a lot of Rona babies born. A lot of Rona. My daughter's name is Rona. It's pronounced Chosal, and it's middle name Distancing. Wait, what? <laughs> so anyways, we did something not of the norm here on the WNS podcast. No. In the nearly 10 years we've been doing this show, we can probably count on one hand the number of TNAs. May- maybe two hands, but I think one hand is a bet, safe bet. Definitely not two hands. You go I- on toes for sure. You know what I'm talking I mean, about? Give me a pinky toe. You remember uh, the workaholics when it's like, oh, when they they talk to the neighbors guys, like we got to hear those picks. But it's uh-huh. like when they were like, so how many girls have you uh, have you done it with? And it's like Zach Efron's like, well, it's like more than uh, ten. It's like yeah, you go on your toes for sure. <laughs> I don't remember that, but uh, we did something outside the norm, and that is order outlandish. No, <laughs> yes. We ordered a, a TNA slash Impact pay-per-view. No, 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 sir. Impact slash TNA. 
Whatever. <laughs> it's Impact before TNA. Well, then this is the very first Impact pay-per-view we've ordered. Yes. Bet. So uh, it was Slammiversary. It took place this past Saturday, uh, almost a week ago. Um, all in all, like, I know I'm skipping, but, like, I was bummed. I will I was, say they did a great job getting people intrigued about it. Yeah. And I think maybe they did too good of a job because expectations were extremely high. And I know with Rusev slash Miro, he could not be there because he was under quarantine. That would have been that awesome. would have been a that, yeah that would have been a For nice sure. turn. Um, they did have a few surprises. Uh, the night before the show, they announced that Gallows and Anderson had indeed signed with Impact, which was a big deal because then they went and released their podcast talking about their experiences. Which we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. So, um, I guess we can talk about the the surprises. Um, the Motor City Machine Guns, Motor City Machine first. Guns, making their return to defeat the Rascals. It was a good surprise, a good good way to kick off the yeah, show. Yeah, it, it wasn't a bad match, and I'm sure a lot of people were expecting Gallows and Anderson to be the surprise team. So it was kind of like a oh, okay, Motor City Machine Guns. I remember them from yesteryear. Um, so they put on a good show, not too bad. Um, but yeah, I feel like some uh, you know they they had a number of production issues. Um, which, to be honest with you, I can see past that. I know you're more I'm of that type for of it. that type of guy, but like when the wrestling speaks for itself, or you know, some storyline speaks for itself, yeah. I can I can see past those type of issues. Well, like jumping ahead when Heath Slater slash Heath Miller made slash his Heath. debut slash Heath when he made his Heath debut Bar. when he made his debut, they didn't have his microphone good, and they never fixed it they never it never recovered on that that mm-hmm. time but also you can hear don Callis and them fucking talking yes talking to the producers to, to get this shit you know but fixed. that's those are the microphones that are picking up the audio of he's talking so they can't turn those down i bet they're so like, like stop fucking talking You're- so it's like did you guys not test this in rehearsals or like did you not test these mics or what's the situation here? like yeah. what caused that because you know, it took away. Like, that was a big moment. When we saw him, we're like, oh, there he is. And then he gets in, and it's just, yeah, man, I'm having a great time in the impact zone. And it's like, dude, you can't hear what you're saying. Yeah, and I I get that, and I I actually feel that that did take away. I mean, I'm still excited that he's a part of it, but to skip a little further, I'm not happy about the storyline they're going to go with. Yeah. Just kick him out, and it's like, wow, that really values your Yeah, because your you're talent. actually a free agent. You're not really... Impact- like, are we going to do, like, a, a slight variation of what WWE did? I got kids, like, man. Like, oh, okay, well, you didn't get drafted, and you're not on any roster, yeah. so... You're going to have to earn your spot. Yeah, I'm like, that's already been done before. Unless they're going to do the exact same thing, mm-hmm. unless... Like they're gonna be like oh, okay, and then you get, and he's gonna tackle Rhino unless they're gonna have and Rhino like, turn well, on him. Same old Impact TNA just <laughs> taking the storyline. Well, not necessarily. I mean, yes for that, but like in the past when we've been gone from it, we've heard great things. You know mm. what I mean? Heard some good things. Not we've heard some not, we've heard some good things. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were gone. Um, I'll, but, I'll be honest. I'm probably not gonna keep up with Impact. 
even though they have been making some big moves? I I want to not because of Slammiversary. I was like kind of mad with Slammiversary, but seeing the clips and stuff from the next Impact that got me a little more excited. Yeah. But um, well, you'll be you you are more than welcome to watch Impact, and you can come and talk about it on the show. I will probably we'll, we'll see how it goes because okay. I'm like, if Impact starts being good, I'm like, Impact overall. <laughs> see, and that's the thing. Like Raw to me again, white noise. Yeah, it's just it's on, and I'm on my phone. Like, don't really have oh, a whole yeah, lot of sure. interest in, sure. in watching. So it. I get to a point where I'm like, maybe last hour or thirty minutes, I'm like, I'm done. Yeah, and apparently a lot of other people were too because the final quarter hour of Monday Night Raw had like the lowest ratings ever in the history of Raw. So people weren't really interested in watching Big Show versus Randy Orton. Big surprise no, in 2020. No. <laughs> but um, going back into Slammiversary mm-hmm. with the stuff with Heath, I didn't know who the guy was who came out. Um, that's a new person to me. He's, a, he's a smaller guy, and I yeah. felt like Heath, Heath is like a big guy. A, he look, like You see him on WWE, and you're like, wow. That's... He's smaller compared to other people in the roster. Exactly. But, but then you see him in an impact, and it's like, wow, he's a He's a sizable guy. Yeah, yeah. And he's sitting there taking offense from I don't know who. I'm sorry. I haven't been following. Sorry. I don't, I, I don't know that guy at all because I've, I've heard of some people in Impact that I didn't really know, but I've never heard of this guy. Yeah. Um, this guy. And he may be a good wrestler. I don't know. But um, he did a version of Zigzag <laughs> to him. Um, it's the Zagzig because it's the Impact zone. Yeah. Um, and then he left. Then later on, what we were talking about, he, had, he saw Rhino, and then uh, Scott Demore came and say, "Oh, it's cool that y'all are seeing each other. You haven't seen each other in a while, but you're not s- signed here, so you really you, you all need to talk. Get, and y'all, get the here. fuck out of here, basically." GTFO. Uh, Rhino's like, "I'll see you Tuesday. It's like I'll, I'll help <laughs> you. I'll help you get in. See you next like Tuesday." That. Yeah. What? Oh, uh, do you not know? Do you not know that joke? No. See you next Tuesday. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. There you go. You got it. Now I know. And now he knows. Um, <laughs> I forgot what was after Motor City Machine Guns. Oh, Moose and uh, Moose, former guest of I'm, the show. I'm sorry. Going up not. against former guest of the show. Tommy Dreamer. I did not like that no. match at all. No. Uh, I mean, it was nice the the shirt that uh, Tommy wore, <laughs> which is actually eggs. on. Which now that is on um, Pro, Pro Wrestling, Wrestling Tees. Tees. Yep. Um, and you pointed out Tommy Dreamer's gained some weight. Well, it's not the fact that he's gained some weight. It was whoever decided on that promotional picture. It shows double chin. That was horrible. Yeah. Like, they, I'm sure they have... You're looking good, Tommy. No. I'm sure they have several different pictures of Tommy Dreamer that they could have used. Like, that was not a flattering picture of Tommy Dreamer at all. I'm sorry. It just wasn't. I don't know if he picked it out, if someone backstage picked it out. Whoever picked it out, that they did a terrible job. Yeah, whatever. I mean... Just saying. Wasn't that great of a match? Well, and the fact that it's like, okay, well, what is old school rules for those who haven't watched Impact? They never really explained no. it. No. Basically, it was hardcore. It's a hardcore match. ECW rules or something. I don't know. Yeah. Which they did that, and Moose won. He did the rolling spear, which I fucking call it the rolling spear, <laughs> which I hate that version of the spear. And what's up with eye fascination in the last few months? 
What do you mean? Oh, because so WWE, so AEW had the storyline with Moxley losing an eye. Then they had the eye for an eye match. Well, I guess that's like, oh, that's the hot thing now. Let's do that. It know? is. So then they had the eye for an eye match with uh, one of the members of the inner circle or Proud and Powerful. And then WWE is doing this whole thing with Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins. And now you got Moose trying to like stab Tommy Dreamer in the eye with thumbtacks. Yeah. Which, that's never pleasant. No. <laughs> but Moose won with the rolling spear. I'm going to call it, what it, what it is. Bobby Lashley does that shit too. And I hate that. I hate <laughs> that type of spear. First of all, I don't even like most people's spears. The only like people I really like. You have like, to be able to pull it off. Yeah. The only like people I like is Roman Reigns, Goldberg, and Rhino. Yeah. Well, Rhino's is a gore, sir. That's a version of a it's spear. It's completely different. It's a version of a One's spear. One's a spear. One's a gore. It's the same version. It's 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 just a different name. Um, other than that, I don't like any other spears. Even the ones that like I can stand, it's all right. But the ones I literally effing hate literally. is those rolling spears. Rolling That's what spears. I call it. They call it spears. It's just when you spear someone and then you do a flip. <laughs> like, it just what? doesn't look effective. It it doesn't. Bobby Lashley and Moose does it, and I hate that shit. Hates that shit. But okay, Moose That's wins. A Tyler Bear quote. <laughs> That's Moose. a T-shirt. No, sell it. <laughs> Hate, Hate that, that shit. shit. Hate that shit. Moose wins. So, um, and I, I like Moose. I really do. Moose. Um, what's after that match? After that was the Knockouts Gauntlet match. Which okay, so before all that shit, I'm gonna say shit a lot. They had some backstage shit. promos with Taya and Rosemary and John okay. Bravo. I don't know this guy at all. I've never seen him, never heard of him. When we heard that name, I was like, no, this doesn't work. It's not the cartoon Johnny Bravo. Man, pretty. Don't have that name. And I know it shouldn't bother me as much, but I'm like, okay, well, he's being over the top with different characters. And Johnny Bravo did that at times, but he doesn't, he don't talk like that. Hey, pretty mama. So, Man, I'm pretty. Uh... So I'm like, no, stop saying Johnny Bravo. But to the Impact people, they know who he is and stuff. <laughs> I'm just not familiar. But okay, so going into that match, man, th- that was quick getting all those women in the match. Yeah. Like, dude, boom, 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 boom. Uh, Johnny Bravo was two different characters. Was Taya and Rosemary. Rosemary. Uh, Rosemary. Rosemary. Not, not Marie. Um, Marie. So uh, there's a lot of people I didn't know. Of course, I know Taya. I know uh, Rosemary. I know uh, Kylie Ray. I know Kimberly. Uh, I forget who else. I'm telling you, what man? Uh, what's what's Rob Van Dam's girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Katie Forbes. Yeah. <laughs> like holy shit, man! And Danny, <laughs> I wish I got this girl with a big old booty. <laughs> um, it was it was a lot of chaos. And you walked out when she was twerking. Yeah, I'm sorry. You were out of the room. I'm sorry I missed that. You missed the twerks. But uh, well, you have the replay on the fight (laughs) through October. Yeah, you can go back and rewatch it and see for yourself. But um, (laughs) Kimberly was someone Impact picked up from Shakara. Uh, But Kylie Ray won. Yes, and I I figured it was either going to come down to Taya or or Kylie. I need I need to drop this. I just keep saying every time. But I still want to know what happened between Kylie Ray and AEW. Okay, that's it. Okay, <laughs> it's out there. It's out that's there. It. Someone find out and tell well, me. Well, didn't wasn't she on? Uh, oh, what's his name? 
the um, Chris Van Vliet here recently. I don't know. So she might have talked about it on there, but you know, who knows? Um, we don't because we haven't watched it. But you know, until you yeah, watch it, you, you just yeah. Don't. But she won. By the way, I like her music. Yeah, for Kylie Ray on Impact, it was really cool. I don't know if you remember it. I don't. It was really good. Cool. Um, so she won. So what's the next match? Uh, let's see. That's when uh, Heath Miller made his debut. Then we got to see Chris Bay versus Willie Mack for the X Division Championship. A lot of good moves from these guys. Yes. Chris Bay looks familiar, but I don't. I, I don't think I've seen him before because I was trying to figure it out, and I guess I haven't. Yeah. But I, we know Willie Mack from his work in Lucha Underground, so uh, he's an amazing athlete. And I know people talk about his size all the time. But it's like, well, yeah. I mean, he backs it up, though. Yeah. Um, I was surprised. Chris Bay won. Correct. I was thinking, you know. We'll New X Division yeah. champion. But, yeah. Like good action. And that's kind of what you want to do on a big night. Because you yeah. have, uh, you've got a you've got a big. This is Impact's WrestleMania? Pretty much. anniversary. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the thing about it is that I heard that uh, Impact saw, like, a huge increase in their traffic because of the video that they put out advertising all these people who might appear. Uh, I think they said uh, that their YouTube channel gained like 100,000 new followers. That was uh, good. Yeah, and so uh, so the buzz was there, and the buys apparently were there as well. So, I mean, they did a good job hyping people up, oh, getting sure. people to tune in, which is what you want to do, but then, you know, can't, do they deliver? That's, that's up Meh. for questioning on if they... If they lived up to it. wasn't height. complete shit. It wasn't. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> I mean, these there was just, there's guys that wrestle really good. Yes. It's just I think in my it's my fault. Here's well, here's I'm like, how I, I was just it. since they hype it up. I'm like, all oh, these new guys coming in, and I can't wait to for them to go against guys I've never seen before and yeah. shit like that. And which they're gonna eventually do, but like, I mean they. We knew AC3 was going to be there, but they just show like a uh, vignette or whatever at the end. He didn't actually pop yeah. up, and like I don't know the way the way that I saw it, and I made mention of it to you uh, at the start of the uh, at the start of the pay per view was you know WWE is running WWE obviously the largest wrestling company in the world right now yeah. They're running a show with no people in attendance, aside yeah. from the people from the Performance Center. AEW, same thing. They're running a show with with no one except their own talent. So we have a level playing field, you know. I feel like if Impact may have had a couple of people standing around, that might have helped them a little bit. But all in all, it was a level playing field. So it comes down strictly to the wrestling. Yeah, It's not, you know, people can't, criticize them oh look how many fans aren't there look how many empty seats are there it all comes down to the wrestling yeah like and, and to me for slamiversary the only ones that were really meh like matches wise was probably moose and tommy dreamer and then the women's match yeah to me the gauntlet match the gauntlet match that's what i mean sorry those are the only meh yeah like the other ones were decent <clears throat> yeah uh i felt chris bay and willie mack was a really good show um uh, let's talk about the North versus Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. I mean, uh, let's face it, Ken Shamrock looks old, but he... Well, also, let's face it, Ken Shamrock is old. Yeah, he is old. No offense That's true. to him. Cause, I know. mean, he has a buff body with salt and pepper hair. Uh, 
But when, he when he, he looks, made his entrance, I was like that. He looks his face looks old, but his body is jacked. Yes, but you walked out a few times, or maybe I don't know once, but he looked good yeah. wrestling wise. The things that he did, motherfucker yeah. did a drop kick too, <laughs> and then he was like, you know, he's a tough guy who gets hit, and oh, it doesn't affect him at first. I and, heard there was one part where he like was standing in the middle of the ring while action was going on. Like, he wasn't the legal man, and he just looked kind of confused. I don't remember that part. I think it was, like, close toward the end, but I don't know. Who knows? I didn't see it. But two enemies were on the same team. They lost. Can they get along? No. Sammy Callahan and Ken Shamrock. They just want to kill each other. In the north. My God. Who um, who won? I thought it was a decent match. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, then we got a really good match. Deanna Perrazzo versus Jordan Grace. That was actually better than I thought it would be, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I know what Jordan Grace can do because I've seen her before. Deanna Perrazzo. That was a pleasant Perrazzo, surprise. I say, say it? Perrazzo. Perrazzo, yeah. I've only heard of her from NXT, but I didn't ever watch her. Yeah. And she actually did really good. Mm-hmm. They told a, a simple story, going to submission and... One thing we got to point out, because we talked about multiple times during the match, uh, cameraman, stop getting into uh, the goodies. The goodies. Uh, <laughs> what's uh, what's her name? Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace's crotch. Yeah, because you were all up in there. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Big wait, thick mama pump. That's what they <laughs> called her at one point. Yes, uh, but. Um, as as a professional camera person, yeah, and there's even one point where they switch cameras, and you can see the other camera guy like zoom, like he would look like it looked like he was pointing into her crotch. Yeah, I'm like, come on, yeah, come like, on. Yeah, you might say, oh, I'm trying to get the right angle for the submission hold, but come on, dude. Yeah, there's 360 degrees, and you chose the one that's quite inappropriate. Check this out. No, so uh, like, don't do that crap. Yeah, not cool. Not cool, brah. But um, Deanna wins. Yeah. Which, so which now we know thing. it's going to be Kylie Ray versus Deanna. Yes. And uh, and that's something that you need. You know, like I said, the title switches on a show where a lot of people who aren't normally fans are tuning in. They're going to be like, okay, this is someone who I need to watch, someone to look forward to going forward. I'll, mm-hmm. You know, they're obviously the champ, so... I wonder if Impact's, and, and people can tell us because we haven't watched Impact. <laughs> no. Is Impact's women's division better than AEW's division? I would probably think so. Yeah. What is AEW's women's division right now? That's, that's the issue. It's all scattered. And part of it is because they have a few people out. Yeah, from different countries. That may change because this yeah. week's AEW, which we'll get into later. Yes. So uh, after that, we got to see the main event which was for the vacant uh, Impact Wrestling Championship. Because Tessa Blanchard <laughs> wanted to be paid lots of money so for she, property that wasn't hers. Okay, I may be talking out of my ass, and I've seen some articles, and I've seen tweets of people saying that Tessa is a bully. She's what? She's 22, 23? Around that age, I heard. But, like, good Old lord. Know better. I know she's a good wrestler, but I think she's uh, from what I've seen and heard, she's cocky as hell. And it's like, and I don't know if WWE is going to pick her up. But like, if you do pick her up, like, good luck, WWE. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe they'll keep her in check or something. I don't know. 
You're going to have to. Because yeah. she seems... And maybe, like, I don't know nothing. No, you're going to have to. Maybe she's... I think she's... You're the manager. Cocky as fuck. But, I mean, she could back it up, though. But, like, at the same time, don't be an asshole. <laughs> but, uh... I guess I wonder don't if they got the Impact's got their title back. Or she's kept it. I don't know. They didn't put their foot down. I mean, that's their property. You know what I mean? Like, it is. Like, I'm really surprised that, like, it, can't, it even came to that. Yeah, I'm like... You can't fucking hold it ransom. It's part of this company. It's their property. It is, yeah, it is our property. Like, at this point, if she don't give it back, like, report it to the police. Yeah. Yeah. You have stolen company property. Yep. Simple give as that. So, the match, we have... <laughs> I laugh. Like, the action was good, but just what happened at first threw Ace, me off. So, you had Ace Austin, Trey Miguel, just Trey now, Trey. Uh, Eddie Edwards... And uh, mystery opponent. So it was supposed to be a fatal four-way, which we got Rich Swan, Which I didn't expect. Yeah. At all. I'm like, oh. I think Even though Rich Swan's a good wrestler. Yes. You I'm were like, expecting uh, a big surprise. I was like, uh. Like a big return. Yeah. EC3. You know, I think maybe Rusev, Miro uh, would have been the good. Maybe that's where his spot would have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, we got Rich Swan, And I feel like everyone was kind of like, oh. Yeah. So it, it was kind of like a setup. It was set up to let you down, down, to let your first, guard down, yeah. to only have Eric Young appear, and they go, "Well, <laughs> Older now, Eric Young." Well, all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. Well, all of a sudden, this is going to be a fatal five way match. Yeah. It's just approved. Okay. Yeah. Rush, oh, the rest going to be totally cool yeah. with it. Oh, Every, sure. all the wrestlers are okay with it. Um, like, if I were a heel in this, I would have been like, "No, no, 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 no!" Like, yeah. this isn't cool. You can't be having this yeah. because he's not. This is supposed to be a fatal four way. This is not a fatal five way. Yeah, I get that. Um, I think... At, but everyone was just like, yep, this is expected. We, yeah. We knew this was coming. They had some <laughs> good action in this match. Yeah. I really liked the savagery between... Well, yeah. Of uh, Eric beating the shit out of... Uh, Beat the shit out of Rich Swan. Out of Rich Swan. Oh, yeah, gonna attack, attack his legs. So sure I think that's gonna be the next feud. Again. Uh, between them, which I think is good because I like them both. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, yeah. Maybe I need to go back and <gasps> focus. They're, they're, they're saying Ace Austin is an AJ Styles. Hmm. I don't know. I've seen certain things, but I was also distracted, so I can't really, things, I can't really say that he is. I don't know. Talking uh, about Savage. <laughs> savage. Um, but Eddie wins. Eddie money. Uh, Eddie Edwards. Eric Young got a uh, cut at some point yeah. in the match. Ear. Was it his ear? I think so. No, I don't. I don't remember. Anyways, it was all over his face. Oh yeah. Had the crimson mask working in the blue. Uh, fun little tidbit, and uh, Daniel did not know at the time, but uh, I don't know if people will remember. But what's it? Insanity. Eric Young and Madman Fulton was oh, insanity yeah. together. Before Killian Dane came in and they released uh Sawyer Fulton. So they were actually part of Sandy together. Um but going back into the match Eddie Edwards wins. Justifiably in a position you'd rather not be. But Ace Austin and Madman Fulton were gonna jump them. The good brothers come down and look like they were gonna jump Eddie Edwards. Mm-hmm. They turn around. They beat up, make the Ace save. Austin and uh, Madman Fulton. Yes, and uh, 
they celebrate with Eddie. A couple beers. But uh, from what I've seen, bruskets. I don't. I didn't see them with uh, Eddie on Impact, so yeah. I don't know if that was just they were just there. So they were celebrating, and then we see a little package for EC3 throwing some like small glass package. of something against uh, a wall. Small package. And that was it. EC3's small, small package. package. We saw, we and that saw was it. the end of Impact. We saw it. Our anniversary. I mean. Well, we didn't, we didn't talk about Johnny Bravo and the rental rental car saying, well, I saw no, this. That wasn't I Johnny saw Bravo. this car under. That wasn't Johnny Bravo. Oh, well, that was Johnny was. Swinger. Whatever. That was Johnny Bravo Swinger. Bravo Swinger. Two different guys. Ringer. Ring a ding 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 ding. Ring a ding ding ding. Savage. Yeah, that was Johnny Swinger. That was the only time you car from Mr. Anderson. Seen him on Impact. But yeah. Go ahead. So we took a rental car from Mr. Anderson. That was it. People thought, is this. Which Anderson it was? Yeah. They didn't know if it Ken was Anderson? Carl or Ken. Carl? Mr. Mr. <laughs> the? The Anderson. The Anders' son? <laughs> You're about to awaken the Durs. <laughs> so, all in all, I thought the pay-per-view was okay. Yeah. Uh, it had, had some pretty good action. Yeah. Don't know if I could justify paying the $40 for it. We took a gamble, man. Yeah, well, I mean, it was one of those where Buzz had gotten around. We bit into it. We're like, you know what? It's release day. Yeah. Like, everyone's 90-day suspensions or no competes are, are over. It'll be curious to see because this is the first pay-per-view that is available after the free agency. So it'll be interesting to see who turns up. So, you know. Everyone we, else turned up on Impact. EC3 turned up mm-hmm. that Tuesday. Uh, they showed a thing for Brian Myers. Yeah. Uh, he signed the Good Brothers beat up on Ace Austin. Everyone's and flipping off the camera. Yeah, he, they did some more stuff with Heath. Sorry, um, Vince. I love you. Super kid. I don't know what else. Eric Young, more stuff with Eric Young. Oh, Eric Young was uh, fighting with Eddie Edwards. Hmm. So, And the um, Motor City Machine Guns defeated won. the North yeah, they to, won the tag. to win yeah. the, the tag championship. Yep, 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 yep. It's interesting. So, oh, yeah. um, EC3 attacked Moose. Moose. So, with that being said, we did get to listen to the uh, Gallows and Anderson podcast, the Talking Shop. Really good. Yeah. Um, I liked it. A few audio issues, but, you know, yeah, all I things mean, considered, it's, it's you know, like if you're going to have a Zoom conversation, you know. Did you go back and try to find the Saudi Arabia stuff? No. But, you know, it's... It is what it is. It didn't seem like there was a whole lot of information that they had. Like I, I thought it was gonna be like, ooh, they have some juicy details, but then it was just like, nah, we didn't really know what was going on. Couple people, but they have a feeling what was going on. Yeah, they they're pretty sure they did get held hostage. Yeah. So, um, I was, you know, a lot of people were curious about that, but all in all, it was a really interesting, intriguing, enlightening. um, Well, also it was funny. They were like, they said they were never going back, but they were like. If the money's good, we'll go back. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, and I guess the disappointing part for me was uh, hearing the stories about Triple H. Because, you know, with Paul Heyman, you know, they talk about how he's a liar. And it's like, well, that's that's common knowledge. Yeah, but everyone forget, knows. forget about it. With all the stuff he's done recently in the past years, you forget about it because... He's got a great mind for the business, yeah. but the business is also like a carny business, and he's great at that. If you didn't hear it, basically what it was is... You know, you know they they were like, 
they liked them. Paul Heyman liked them, but they were making more money on an, uh, another like the last contract, mm-hmm. and they got released. And uh, I don't know how they thought it was Paul Heyman <clears throat> at first, but like AJ went to go ask Paul Heyman what's the deal, and it's like you know, I forgot what did he say. But what Paul Heyman said, said. Paul Heyman said, I had nothing to do with it. I had nothing to do with it. Uh, then he went to Vince. And Vince, and Vince said, well, that was Paul he, he wasn't on my list. Paul brought it to me. Yeah. And so, so that's why AJ moved to SmackDown because he doesn't want to work with Paul Heyman. Yeah. Which, which is, it sucks. That sucks. You well, know, because AJ feels the weight on his chest, on his shoulders that they got fired because AJ you know came in with them and that's that's his best friends well let's let's call it what it is on the business aspect they brought in gallows and anderson because of aj to make aj styles happy yep so now that they have aj styles for however long it's kind of like okay well we you know well going through the whole podcast with them it's like it was so funny gallows knows what's up Mm -hmm. and stuff and anderson was just being like this this guy who's fantasizing, well, th- well, this doesn't happen. You know, this doesn't happen. I don't believe in this, and stuff happens to him. Mm-hmm. Like, well, fuck. And then Gal is like, well, I told you, man. It's like yeah. Gal has been there two or three times, so he fucking knows. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and Gal and Anderson took it to heart when he got fired, and Gal yeah. was like, well, I knew that. Well, you just gotta See, get over it. Fuck it. And that's and that's why that's why it sucks to hear them talk about Triple H. The way that they did, because you see the way that Triple H runs NXT and how it's he talked high on, about him. Yeah, you, you you know with the work he's done in NXT and the care that he puts into it with the talent and all that, you would think that he kind of changed his ways. Only to hear these stories come out from Gallows and Anderson, and it's kind of like, wow, like it was all business. Like he was yep. lying to their face about being friends and all that. And I felt that that has been my career. In the radio business, I've had people like cry in my office with me because I'm like, "What am I doing wrong?" And they're like, "Dude, man, you're my friend. Like, I care about you." Only for them to stab you in the back, you know. So, and then say, "Oh, it's just business." I'm like, "No, no, this is bullshit." Like, and, yeah. you, you said the right. You sold me a good sack, a sack of lies. That's basically what it was. Like, you sweet charmed me, and I bought into it for you to, you know. Pull the rug out from under me. Yeah. So you feel what they feel. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, as soon as they said it, I was like, I know exactly how they felt during this. Because they were contemplating leaving. Triple H went and sweet-talked them into not leaving. Hey, man, think about your family. We're going to set you up. You know, you'll be good for life. Your kids will be fine. Like, you, you find that exposed nerve, and you just, you hit it with everything you've got. You know it's going to be fucking sad. And I hope they don't get it, but I think they're fucking doomed between their dad and their grandpa. I think their kids are going to get those traits. Oh, yeah. Triple H and Vince. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, if they decide to continue into the... And Stephanie. Yeah. I mean, if they continue to be in the business, you know, then that's what's going to happen. You know, you have they kind of have to be that way, you know. And it sucks because, like, doing that to people is a terrible thing. Oh, yeah. And, like, they can get over it. I mean, they'll get over it probably like that. Not, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about Anderson and Gals, but Triple H probably gets over it like that. Well, it's just part of the business at that point. You've done it so many times to so many people that it doesn't affect you anymore. It's like your human side's gone. Mm-hmm. 
and it, it sucks. You're not a fucking. You're not a, a human being anymore. Mm-hmm. You're just like, yep. I don't know what you would call it, robot. And just like me, you went back. I could turn the, on the emotions yeah. to help you. You, you go back. But because, I don't feel it. And here, here's what happened to me. You go back because the passion's still there. They sell you on a bag of lies again. It's like, oh no, There's man! This time, gonna, lies this, right this time it's going to be different. Here's going to be all the changes. We've got these plans in store for you. I was told a five year plan for me. Whenever I went back to radio, only for them to do it again. It's like, so I remember man, you, you calling me. Mm-hmm. It's like well, they offered me this. It's like I think I'm gonna yeah. And that was a tough call. You know, like I had just gotten a new job. I was excelling at that new job. I was getting complimented at that new job. Like that at one point my my boss was like, you know, I have to stop and I have to stop myself from getting on to you because I have to remind myself you've only been at this job for like a month. Like you've picked up on it so fast. And it's like, yeah. You know, once you show me, then I've got it. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I had to go and tell them, hey, I'm got a better job offer, you know, it's better hours, better pay, you know, better perks, you know, work five days a week, but I have the weekends off. And if I don't, if I don't, if I have to work the weekends, in different hours, you're I not get, early yeah. in the morning. Exactly. Like, not 4am. Like that was, that was brutal. Every single weekend, 4am to 2pm. That was kind of rough. But, um, but yeah, man, like I felt that when Gallows and Anderson or like, you know, Triple H pulled us aside, we had a good, a good cry moment, a good emotional moment. We talked about our families. I'm like, been there. Mm-hmm. I know exactly how you feel. Only for them to turn around, kick you out the door. Don't even. Hey, man, are you all right? How are you? Are you okay? Sorry, this happened. Nothing. And it's bullshit. I mean, other wrestlers, you know, checked on him, but yeah, not but Triple H, for no, you know, yeah. and and they even said, well, I don't know if he's even allowed to contact us, but we considered him to be a friend instead of a boss or or anything, and that cut me to the core i was mm-hmm. like i know exactly how that feels because i've been told to my face you're my friend and i'm like believed you the first time don't believe you this time fuck you you know it's just bullshit mm-hmm. so um i remember some other things they said i remember one thing that uh that gallo said that made me chuckle quite a bit my wrestling dick is hard. Yes. <laughs> talking about talking shop Talking Okay, first of all, they sprung that shit on us before they got into the interview. Yeah. And I'm like, first of all, they're showing like random stuff that's happened in the past and different things like that. And then they show this trailer. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> I was like, this shit's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then they talk about they put this thing together right after they got released. Yeah. And um, it's gonna with a lot of other talent as well. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Freight trains on it. (laughs) Uh, But uh, August first, it's gonna come out. Fifteen dollars on fifteen fight other pay per view, and we're watching it. Yeah, we are. I think it's gonna be quite hilarious. Mm -hmm. But uh, they're they're funny, man. It's like WWE didn't let them do certain things, and it's like so. I always thought they were like, eh. You know, and they didn't get to showcase what they're really capable of yeah. doing. But uh, it was a good listen. If you get a chance, go and listen to it. Mm-hmm. So that was all Saturday. 
as we're at the 46 minute mark of the show. <laughs> um, we still got a long way to go. Yeah. Um, we might not go into extreme detail of everything that happened, especially with Raw, because damn, dude, Raw's getting terrible, unbearable. It's hard to watch. One Rawr. one one bear rating is one that bear. what you're giving it? Man, zero bears. <laughs> no bears. Oh no my bears. God. What's no, the rating for no bears? We don't have a rating for that. Ex- think about extinct? It. What's <laughs> extinct? What's a what's a bear that's no longer with us? No bear, bear. I don't know. <laughs> no bear, bear. Care bear. Need need some care bear. Dead bear. Oh, poor bear. Like dead mouse, but dead bear. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. So the horror show at Extreme Rules certainly lived up to the name. God, I was so in and out. I think the only thing that like I was focusing on was probably like the last thing. That was about it. The swamp fight. Yep. So we'll just go through the results because man, good wrestling, some horrible finishes. Uh, I, I will talk on certain things if I, if I have nothing to say. I'm just gonna say yeah, that happened. That's it. Yeah, Cesaro and Shinsuke defeat the New Day to Which become awesome new tag champs in a tables match. Finally, yeah, they put the belts on them. I'm glad. We'll see how far they go with it if they give them some more shine. I don't how know, long, but I've how long until always uh, the like, New Day become the yeah, nine time champs? And I've all always like Cesaro, always like Shinsuke, and I like New Day too. Mm-hmm. So four guys putting in some good work. That was probably from start to finish a really solid match yeah for sure three and a half bears <laughs> um, we bear bears we bear bears we three bears um three bear bears hey baby after that we got to see bailey going up against nikki cross for the women smackdown women's championship Lost my attention it was all right until the finish because you know like sasha started getting involved and it just it became a lot mm. like at one point, I think Sasha was in the ring, and the ref was like, no, you can't be in here, and she slips the brass knuckle or the boss knuckle, whatever you call boss, it. Boss knuckle. And uh, to Bailey, Bailey uses that to punch Nikki Cross in the abdomen, which was weird, because it's not like rounded or spiked or anything. It's just a flat... It'd be like punching you in the stomach with my phone. Like It's just, okay, well, ow, first, you know, but... It was enough to cause pain for her to lose, which is weird. So, uh, Bailey got the win to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, so, <laughs> then we got to see MVP come out and say, he's in full wrestling gear. They had advertised this match as late as Friday Night SmackDown. All of a sudden, here comes MVP saying, hey, Apollo can't be here tonight. So, uh, it was COVID. Supposedly. Yeah. That's the rumor going around. But they haven't, you know, WWE doesn't announce anything. They don't even acknowledge its presence. So What's COVID? Why are, why are we still performing at the Performance Center? Well, you know, we just don't, we want to get off the road for a little bit. Um, so, man, I bet the talent is going to be so tired when they have to go back on the road. Like fuck, I don't want to go. They're back like, on the damn, road. I missed, I missed being at the performance center. We do like, oh yeah, two weeks of tapings in one night, and then we're done for two weeks. Oh yeah, for sure. As opposed to you know, eight nights a week or something on the road, driving from town to town. Although there might be some who are like, oh man, I kind of missed this for like the first week. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I couldn't do that. Um, so MVP announces he's the new U.S. champ, and everyone's like, no, Apollo's still the champ. Um, but they never issued a statement as to why Apollo... Well, actually, I take that back. They did. They said that uh, Apollo 
had a bulging disc in his back from when Bobby Lashley put him in the full Nelson. Okay. Whatever. Then we got the match that my wife was looking forward to seeing. The Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio eye for an eye match. They must have scrapped the whole cinematic thing. It wasn't meant to be cinematic. I thought it's at the end, like the end eye was out. meant to be CGI, and apparently Vince did not like how it looked, so they were like, "Screw it, just let's make a prop." My wife was so disappointed in this. Oh yeah, it was very disappointing. She was like, "That's it," and then you know they showed the little fake eye or whatever. She kind of chuckled, and then they had the medical update backstage where they're like, "Oh, Rey Mysterio might be able to keep his vision," and she was like. So this match was for nothing. Like, yeah, pretty much. The stipulation was for no reason. So the match itself was great. The action was great. And I feel like that's the, the story behind most of the matches in this pay-per-view. Like, the action was really good until we came to the finish. Then the finish sucked. So rather than do something different or unique, you do the exact same move that cost Rey Mysterio an eye injury the last time, yet for some reason, this one pops the eye out and makes Seth Rollins throw up. It's the exact same spot. Looks a little less intense, but it's more damaging. Oh, it pops the eye out. My God. Put the lotion on the skin. No, I don't know. This I was so I love over the it. like I love the fact that they were like bringing out the wrenches and and ice picks or whatever. I'm like yeah. I'm like we're about to watch attempted murder. Yeah, like this is getting extreme. Like this is extreme. How to get away with murder? How to get away with murder? On Make WWE it a, television. Turn it into a wrestling match. Yeah. You can kill your opponent in the ring. Yeah, I was like I'm I'm, I'm get past the shit. Like that was I was curious as to how they were going to pull it off. I was extremely disappointed. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, had they done something different? Like, had he done, like, the curb stomp or something onto the stairs or onto something? Onto the pick. I would have uh-huh. been, like, been like, oh, damn. Like, that would have made a little more sense. Yeah. But they didn't go that route. And it's kind of disappointing. Nope. So, and the fact that it happened and the referee is just like, let me see your eye. Let me see your eye. And then Raymond Mysterio is like, I need a doctor. And then they just go, bring the bell. Like, well, okay. And Seth Rollins is like dry heaving. And I checked out like it was bad. It was bad. (laughs) Bad. So bad. Uh, So then we go from one match that had great ending, a great action with a terrible ending, to another match that had great action and a terrible ending. And that was Sasha Banks and Asuka for the Rollins. I already checked out. Man, these ladies went to town. Like, this was an NXT TakeOver caliber match. Until the finish, which was crap. It okay. was terrible. Well, was it was the fact that Bailey got involved. Like, so Asuka used the green mist. Sasha ducked out of the way, hit the referee. He's scrambling around the ring. Bailey walks walks into the ring, takes the referee's shirt off, puts it on her. Knock like Sasha knocks out Asuka. She, Bailey counts the three and is like, ring the bell. Give me the belt. And they ring the bell and give her the belt and they walk off. That's how she got the. Yeah. And that's why Stephanie said. Yes. So it's like they're having this like this amazing match. And the end, like the final three minutes of this match is garbage. Mm -hmm. Like they took everything similar to the Rollins Mysterio match. Like they were 
going to town. And then they come to the finish, and it's like, the hell was that? Like, it's such a letdown. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, how WWE is right now. Yeah. Or at least we're all. It's like if you were in a, a like an action movie, you know, and they capture the good guy. It would be like, instead of having a monologue, the main villain just walks up, shoots the guy in the head, credits roll. <laughs> like... I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not gonna tell you what my plan is. I'm just gonna go ahead and kill you. That's a good movie. <laughs> like people will be like, "Wait, that's it? What the fuck? Like that's a terrible ending. Why would you do that? Like we were getting yeah. into this movie. I was digging it. Yeah. It's like, oh, I wonder how they. I wonder how he's gonna escape out of this. No, you're not escaping. Boom. Bye. Which, to be honest, more movies should be like that because that's a more realistic setting. Why are you gonna put him in a situation that he might survive or get out of? When you got him tied up, just go ahead and kill him. Just saying. If you're a true villain, go ahead and do the deed. Then there's no one to stop you. Do the deed. <laughs> Chew it, then do it. <laughs> Damn. Damn. But man, yeah, this match was good until the ending, much like Rollins and Mysterio. And then we had another pretty good match. Um, I love the stipulation. Uh, I loved the comments from the internet about this match and the stipulation. Uh, it was Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler, and uh, Dolph withheld the stipulation until right before the it was, bell rang. It was neat. Yeah, stipulation. It's a smart tactic for a heel. Never ha- it's never been done before. No. Uh, so the the stipulation was Dolph Ziggler. You know, it's going to be an extreme rules match for Dolph Ziggler only. So he can walk around the ring for as long as he wants. He can use whatever weapons he wants. Drew McIntyre can't get Drew counted out. Almost did a, a suplex. Yeah, he had to stop off. himself. Yeah. So if Drew McIntyre used a weapon, got himself counted out, got himself disqualified, whatever, he loses the title to Dolph Ziggler. So it's a really good stipulation. Yeah. Some of the comments I saw on uh, on. Uh, YouTube or not YouTube, Facebook and all and Twitter on Bluetooth was like Dolph Ziggler should have had a stipulation. Only I can use this AK forty seven and you <laughs> <laughs> better lay down and, and take this pin. <laughs> Give me the belt. Uh, I suggested that Dolph Ziggler should have had a Dolph Ziggler wins match where the winner is crowned by being named Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> and then Drew McIntyre is like, well, it's funny you mentioned that because right before this match, I went to the DMV and boom, I'm no longer Drew McIntyre. I am Dolph Ziggler. I'm the champ. <laughs> you lose. Ty goes to the champ, right? That's how that works? No, that would have been terrible. That would have been stupid. And people would have hated me for that. But all in all, good action. It was something to help get us through the pay-per-view to build towards <laughs> SummerSlam. Um, it was what it was. Drew McIntyre yeah. retained, so as he it should was have. What, it was what it was. It, it is what, what it is. is. Uh, then we got the swamp fight between Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman, which didn't have a whole lot of swamp or fighting. I thought it was interesting on yeah. certain points. Um, the addition of uh, Alexa Bliss was interesting. Yeah, that was neat. Uh, I like... How that Bray Wyatt is like, I'm let out right now. I'm not mm-hmm. going back. So it's like... And then we saw the fiend. Yeah, so it's like... I did enjoy the fake out. 
where Braun is like, it's over. And they have the little signature at the bottom of the screen yeah. starts to fade out. And then the hand comes back out of the water. It's like, oh, you forgot to double tap, you fool. Yeah. Has but, no one taught you anything from Zombieland? But I, I do like how he said that. He's like, it's my, it's my turn. I'm staying out this time. Oh, that's cool. So they, it's kind of like a, a battle for the psyche of, yeah. uh, of Bray Wyatt. Because you have the one for Funhouse, mm-hmm. Goofy and stuff. Yeah. You have the Fiend. But ultimately, the fiend's controlling everything. I guess the fiend is the dark creature within. Yeah, yeah and then you have the swamp. I don't know what you call that, Bray. So it's kind of like Split. Have you seen that movie? Uh, no, I have not. It's a really good movie. I've um, seen trailer. I've seen the got trailer. the guy who plays uh, Professor Xavier, James McAvoy. Yes, him. And he basically has like twenty-two or twenty-three different personalities. And man, that's that's a reach of acting, by the way. So I would recommend watching it just for that. Because, I mean, he switches characters. Or watch the sequel. Or watch the sequel, yeah. You can do that, Glass. Um, but, like, for him to literally, like, be standing there talking as one character, and then they're like, okay, I want to talk to this person. And you see him, like, change his posture, change the way he looks around. And, like, it's crazy. Like, well, not crazy. Like, crazy is a bad word to say it. But, you know, it's unreal to to witness and to know that there are actually people out there who have this disorder the multiple personality disorder and it's like they really go into it you know so uh so i feel like it's that because they they the reason why i bring up split is because they say that the characters are battling for the light so basically if you hold the light then that's the character that trying to get out that presents itself right so uh so it's like oh now i'm Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt. And nope, I'm going to take that. That's the follow the buzzards Bray Wyatt. And nope, here's the fiend. I'll yeah. say it that way now. Yeah. So it's kind of like they're they're battling. But the they're Husky part- Harris is not a version. I don't know. We might see Husky Harris one day. It might still be in there. Just buried deep, deep within. Yeah. Way down there, Morty. Where's my Nexus member? Way at? down there, Morty. Way down there. Way down in the swamp, Morty. Yep. But, um... They it is what it is. Braun, Sw- Braun Strowman has Braun died. Swoman. Braun Strowman. He has died in the swamp of reincarnation. Uh, next so, to the dilapidated boat. I don't know what comes next. More, whatever my, Matt Hardy comes up with, that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. That's what this was. Didn't you see the dilapidated boat? In the, la- in the swamp of reincarnation? Swamp. It's now a pool, sir. <laughs> oh, is but, it? Yeah. So that happens. He... Bray the Fiend pops the fiend. up. The fiend. And that was it. <laughs> the Fiend. Uh, going over to Raw, Seth Rollins defeats Aleister Black. Just get through that shit, Raw. Shelton Benjamin defeats R-Truth, become the new 24-7 champion, and joins the Hurt Business. And it was talking to Ron. They were all talking to Ron Simmons. So it looks like there's been talks uh, of rumors that the this is sort of like the reformation of the Nation of Domination. Man, say that three times fast. Reformation of the Nation of Domination. Wow. Pretty impressive, if I do say so myself. So, uh, so Shelton Benjamin has joined the Hurt Business, Bobby Lashley and MVP. The Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. And then, what's the best way to establish a new trio? Have them lose to Cedric Alexander, Ricochet, and a returning Mustafa Ali. Yay! There you go. That's how you do it. Yep. 
cool to see guitar on the MTV. Cool to see them finally get a win. Yeah, that being Cedric Alexander, Ricochet, and nice to see a returning Mustafa Ali. Yeah, uh, had been on SmackDown. Guess they ditched the hacker tease. Yep, and uh, now he's over on Raw. Uh, apparently, there was an interview with Chris. Look, I'm going to tell you something right now. Okay, here's how uninterested in Raw I was this week. And I remember why I don't remember this part and the Ruby Riot with Peyton Royce match. Because I didn't watch it. I looked at my wife and I said, I want to go walking. Because we need to get in Disney shape. And so we walked around my neighborhood. I DVR'd Raw. Didn't go back and watch that part. I was so uninterested in Raw that I would rather do exercise than watch Monday Night Raw. Yeah. I was just like, I just want to get out of the house. I just want to walk around for a little bit. And we did. And it came back. I was like, okay, cool. Thanks. That was great. I like cut Raw off like the last hour. Yeah. Well, I came back to watch the very end of the Street Profits and uh, Andrade and Angel Garza. So there was an interview with Christian, which apparently built up Randy Orton because he needs building. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, Ruby Riot defeated Peyton Royce. No Billy, no Billy Kay present because it's rumored that she has COVID as well. Um. So the Street Profits defeat Andrade and Angel Garza. Uh, Kyrie Sane, who is on her way out with WWE, got the traditional WWE treatment where she uh, jobs out to the the champion. I'm I kidding. She beat Bailey, which was very strange. Yeah, I thought they're trying to keep her. Uh, supposedly the door is open for a return. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like, okay, if you want to go, you can go, but you're more than welcome to come back. So supposedly there's there's talks that that was her final performance on Raw, but there's also rumblings that she's on next week's Raw, like they taped it, and she gets attacked by like Shayna Baszler, and that's how they write her off. Mm. Like to build Shayna Baszler versus Asuka so that they can go on to nice. SummerSlam, SummerFest. Yeah. Um, we got to see Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre have a segment Dolph Ziggler's like, hey, man, give me another shot. And Drew basically, Dre basically is like, fuck you, dude. I beat you. On, mm-hmm. on your own terms, I beat you. Like, you don't deserve it. But you know what? If you want, it, well, Dolph was like, I'll do anything. Name the stipulation. It's your turn. And so Drew's like, all right, fine. You're not going to find out what the stipulation is until, until right match. before the bell. Yep. So, uh, so we'll see what that is. And then we got to see Randy Orton defeat the big show because... Who would have thought in 2020, not just because of the crazy-ass year that this has been, but the fact that it's 2020 and we're seeing The Big Show versus Randy Orton in the main event. Yeah. It's also <laughs> like a who you can, cares. you can hear the enthusiasm in Tyler's voice. Yeah. It's incredible. It's palpable, if you will. It's like a who cares. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. You okay? It's like... I want to get past that shit. You, okay, well, that's Raw is done. It is in the past now. We don't have to talk about that anymore Good. because we can talk about something that was fun. That was a little bit of AEW. Oh, yeah. Man, this was a good episode of AEW. As I called you t- uh, Tuesday, and mm-hmm. I'm like, who can be the mystery person? Because they, they tweet out a mystery person uh, like a, a, an awesome ind- independent superstar. Or they person. said that they was going to get some people talking. In- even John Moxley was excited. It's like, this is going to be a good episode. Mm-hmm. And people were like, this is, is going to be a good episode. Boy, was See, it was, a good episode. I was kind of, I was kind of burned 
from when Taz was like, I have a monumental announcement, and it turned out to be the FTW Championship. Because I was like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like you built me up. Then they're all kind of like, dude, this episode of Dynamite's going to be insane. And I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Turns out they were right. This was like one of the most badass episodes of Dynamite. Also, if not ever. Yes. So, yeah. Um, I I missed the first few minutes, mm-hmm. so I don't... I, when I came in, I only saw the promo. That's that's what happened. Yeah. It, it, he was automatically out there. Well, Cody Cody made his entrance. Like, the yeah. pyro goes off. Cody comes out, makes his entrance, kind of waiting. And then that's when Eddie Kingston comes out and cuts his promo. God, he's so good. Mm-hmm. He is. And that, that was a great starter. And, like... He was just laying into Cody. You're going to be a dog or you're going to be a bitch? <laughs> telling Arn, you better move back. <laughs> um, but he got him to do a no disqualification, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, man, hard-hitting action. Oh, that power bomb onto the thumbtacks was brutal. That was rough to watch. Like, I've seen some Extreme Rules match. I've seen some hardcore this matches. This is first for my- Cody, right? Um... Uh, in AEW, yeah. I don't know if he's I think so. done any tax, stuff with tax. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe but once. Cody, to me, is like a dude It's like, I want to do everything. Yeah. So like, let's, let's do this. Let's just do I'm this. I'm on limited time. He's, he's good. He's like, I think it's going to be a good business decision. It's like, I'm, I'm going to do this. He's like, <laughs> you know what would be great <laughs> if I just get powerbombed under a bunch of thumbtacks? My wife's going to love that. I mean, human pin cushion and man as soon as he took that bump i was like oh yeah like it it's been a while since oh, i've fuck, seen fuck, something fuck, like fuck, that fuck, fuck, yeah and i was a bit squeamish i was like oh shit so i got they my laid wife in attack so many times yeah and so i've got i got my wife to come and watch it and she was like oh my god <laughs> why would he do that and uh so i was like what's the absolute bare minimum that someone would pay you to take that kind of spot and she was like well first off I don't want to take a power bomb. That doesn't look pleasant at all. I was like, okay, well, what if what if you laid down on the tax and someone did a running senton? Oh God! And she's like, let this tax sink in. Well, she she was like, well, how much for you first? I was like, if I'm being honest, the absolute if I'm being honest with myself, the absolute bare minimum that I would charge to do a spot like that would be like twenty five hundred dollars, which is kind of low. Yeah, all things considered, yeah. my wife was like, no way, that's five thousand for me. I was like, okay, I'll remember yeah. that. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk money one we'll day. We'll talk. We'll talk about more. Let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if you can bet. <laughs> All right, bet. Uh, so, uh, so for five thousand dollars, I get to do a running senton on my wife on the thumbtacks. <laughs> God, <laughs> hope I don't miss. <laughs> but we 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 were hope messaging move. each other the whole time. Yeah, and I was like, I wonder if they signed him. It, I don't know for sure, but like, yeah. would someone come in and do all that shit? And not be signed. And John Moxley was promoting that. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like John Moxley wants to fight Eddie Kingston in a match. Oh yeah. I feel like so. I don't know if it's they got him on a few episodes or or a few appearances or what you know, or if they got him because mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything that says that's came out that he said haven't seen he's that all elite. Yeah, I haven't seen that Eddie Kingston is all elite. Post. So who knows, man? Yeah. Good, good opener. It was a very it was a very strong opener, especially yeah. since uh, over on NXT we got Dexter Loomis versus Killian Dane. Like that was their opener. I'm like, mm, okay, not quite the same. No. So okay, we've said it a few weeks before, and we said it a few weeks again. At this point, we're just 
AEW fanboys. Oh yeah, for sure. Let's let's just call it what oh, it is. By the way, when I was looking up AEW merch, I'm like, I'm not gonna get it now, but you're getting uh, all of the merch. What are you talking? I about? I want the AEW jacket. Oh yeah, with the you know, was the black sleeves that kind of oh, looks yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's not a bad jacket. I want to get that for sure. Go ahead. Yeah, treat yourself. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you don't need my approval. Oh, thanks. You have your own money. You're a grown man. <laughs> I need your money. Good luck with that. I'll give you some money for the for the impact pay per view. That's about it. But um, yeah, man, it was uh, it was a good match. It was a great starter. Yep. Uh, then we got to see see this this raw or raw. God, <laughs> no, that raw was terrible. That shit. This dynamite had some very high highs and a few lows. The one low that I felt was uh, MJF versus Griff Garrison. I thought he did good on promo-wise and stuff. Promo, yes. And it goes back to MJF, like what we said, or what I've said about MJF. Amazing on the mic. He's not a flashy wrestler. He's all right on the ring. He's, he's like... And it's like... Basic. Who, and even the Young Bucks, who are back on Twitter apparently now, uh, even tweeted out, who the fuck is Griff Garrison? So that's the running joke with that guy. Yeah. Because even on being the elite, he was walking backstage and they were like, is that jungle boy? <laughs> so that's, that's the running joke mm-hmm. and stuff. So that's, but that's I mean, it. that's like, that's the thing for people who aren't watching being the elite or he's, he's also wrestled on dark. Yeah. But it, like for those who aren't watching dark or being the elite, no idea who this guy is. Yeah. You know, like I've watched you, being the elite been, and I saw him, but I was like, who is this guy? He's yeah. just all of a sudden there. He's also been on, uh, or he's been in the crowd. Yeah. So, because um, that's so, also, uh, AEW's getting those guys, mm-hmm. those type of guys. Use guys. To, the, the kind of job. Guys. On dark, and then also use them here and there. Cup of coffee. It's like, also, you'll be good the, in the crowd. So. Yeah, 15 minutes of cup coffee. of coffee. What's, you know, what's going to be. I want to see is what's going to happen to those to guys once all the stuff with COVID kind of yeah. settles and crowds start get, to come back. You get Pac back. You get, you know. But when the crowds start to come back, they're not going to be front row, I wouldn't think, no. those types of wrestlers. No. no, the wrestlers, once the crowds are back, the wrestlers are going to be back in the back. I think that's going to be it. Yeah. Because the crowd's going to be there tearing the roof off the place. Tear it off. Man, I hope. And I know you mentioned this before the podcast. I really hope that we get to go in November because we were supposed to go in April. Yet another thing that's been affected by COVID. Dude, I don't think things are going to settle down until Probably not until next year. 2021. Like, Fuck, man. You're going to have me hold on to these tickets for well over a year. keep on pushing it back and pushing it back. And it's like, I'm not giving up those tickets. No. So you're having a show and I'm going to it because we got fourth row on that bitch. <laughs> on that bitch, yes. On that bitch. Fuck yeah. We're going. Yep. So, so what's what's next? End of story. Um so Brian Cage and Taz came out to talk about why Taz threw in the towel. I'm glad they did. Yeah. Talk about that. See and uh and sort of the explanation that he gave was kind of very small part of what I said is that Taz was looking out for his investment. Um, and Taz did a good example or a good explanation. He was like, listen, I've had my rotator cuff torn. I've been on the shelf for all those months and I'm not going to see my client have that happen to him a second time. Like I've had that injury once he's had that injury once and that's where it stops. Oh yeah. 
And I love the fact that he was like, you you outplanned us. And that's never going to happen again. You are never going to see Brian Cage in that type of position again. And I dig that. I'm like, okay. And, you know, they even mentioned, they were like, you know, he wanted to, he wanted to fire me from my position, but cooler heads prevailed. We talked it over. Here's, here's what's going on. So, um, so then, uh, Darby Allen comes out and he's attacked from behind very viciously by Ricky Starks, by Ricky Starks. which, uh, last episode of dark, they, that, you know, they even said that he's joined Taz, it's Taz's Taz. group. So, which is good. Because I wanted something for Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the story is true. Brian Alvarez talked about it. He was saying that uh, Ricky Starks' tryout was so good that in the middle of his tryout, they were already thinking of storylines for him. That's good. That's, That's has a good been sign. reported <laughs> by Brian Alvarez. Nice. So, minus five stars. So, that's good that... They have something for him because yeah. I like Ricky Starks. Yeah, he's a good dude, solid dude. And I and then after they're beating him down, then John Moxley comes out with a barbed bar wire bat. Bats. And I messaged you this. I was like, I dig this two on two more yeah. than just more invested. Moxley. Yeah. yeah. So it makes because those other guys with Starks with Cage with uh, Allen with mm-hmm. Moxley, it just. Together, it gels a little it bit. It gels, better. yeah. So I'm digging it. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, after that, we got the Falls Count Anywhere match between Young Bucks and Butcher and the Blade. Star backstage. Oh my God, this was entertaining. Oh, I yeah. love the fact that it started in the kitchen with with them like, yeah, cleaning their meat and like <laughs> cleaning their meat. They're playing with their, their meat, boys. Uh, Beat my meat like it I, owes me money. It's taken this long, but I'm like, I feel like. Butcher and Blade has got so much shine now. Yeah. Which is good. I wish all they had to do up. was change from black clothes to white clothes. And all of a sudden it's like, whoa. Become different hipsters. Personality. Yeah, they got uh, rid of the bunny. Yeah. And now they're, they're hipsters, the they're hipsters. Stealing trucks and beating Shit's meat. working if you think about it. Throwing they're working. Meat. And then Allie with Brandy's working. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Uh so shit's working, and I'm like, that's good. That's, that's compelling. Them, yeah. I'm like, they got them over to an extent without the crowd and i feel like they're doing good mm-hmm. i was like this is good yeah for them very entertaining backstage oh, yeah. brawl yeah loved absolutely loved the super kick onto the escalator <laughs> and as blade goes up just goes slowly up. Like, i, I like, freaking died okay, laughing bye. that was amazing yeah. going up um the action spills to the ring Outside of the ring, they did the table spots. One, two, three. Young Bucks get the win. Really entertaining. Yeah. Really good match. Um, don't think it hurt the Butcher and the Blade. No. Getting the loss there. No, no, no. no. Um, <laughs> after that, we probably got the most entertaining part of Dynamite for me, and that was Lance Archer <laughs> going into the well, locker room. T- was he? He was in the middle of an interview. And and Jake was there. To like come, he grabbed uh, what's his face. I forgot. I don't name. know his name. Uh, Marvez sure. and bring him into the locker room. And he's just beating up on those motherfuckers while Jake's he, cutting a promo. Yeah, <laughs> and he gets one dude lifts him up, goes through the ceiling, <laughs> going up, dude. I, I thought that all that shit was hilarious. Yeah, 
Like, I wish that they would be able to find something for Lance Archer, like a good feud to put him I in. I think it's going to happen. I think everything is so fucking slow with AEW that it's yeah. going to happen. But, Tony Khan's a smart dude, yes. and everyone puts their brains together. I think it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. But I freaking love this segment. The fact that you got Jake, Sna- Jake the Snake Roberts cutting a promo while Lance Archer is just destroying these five guys. Like, it was, it was stylized. It was choreographed a yeah. little bit. But the way that it was done made me think of, like, old action movies and stuff. Like, I'm just going to pick you up, throw you around. <laughs> I'm going to ragdoll you and toss you in the trash. Like, this is nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's just going around so good. killing people. So good, for sure. Because everybody dies. For sure. But not everybody really lives. We had, uh, I don't know if it was now or then or whatever, they had a backstage segment, uh, Inner Circle, uh, talking to someone. I forgot who. But they're talking about orange, and it's like, you know the $7,000 jacket? What colors are supposed to be? Like white? What is it? Orange? Yeah. And then... Uh, who uh ortiz was like no santana was like uh you still smell he's like jericho's like does it still smell he goes yeah <laughs> hager's like you're not supposed to tell him that so and then they leave so yeah uh, after that we got to see uh diamante i think i said that right versus ivalice yeah so it was i thought that was a good match between them yeah uh it was entertaining i know i saw a lot of comments that were like hey i thought this was supposed to be on dark but it got push to the main that's good yeah it's fine um good good action and uh diamante got the victory so sucks that he at least didn't get it because you know we followed uh, we followed her around for a while that sounded creepy but we did we've we've seen her in action a a number of times uh, lucha underground um i know in wrestlemania weekend for uh, wrestlemania 30 we saw her perform in new orleans for dragon gate or evolve uh, it was the weekend like that I are, forget. <laughs> well, I, I, the only reason why I really remember this is because it was like the first match that she had wrestled. It was against Jazz. It was the first match she wrestled after either her mother or her father had passed away, and so it was like really emotional for her. And so I was like, "Wow, that was really cool." And then you know, we found that we found out that she was on uh, Lucha Underground, so we got to watch her do that. And then. Uh, here locally, Hurricane Pro, our local yeah. wrestling show, they had uh, a ladies, all ladies uh, night wrestling show, and she was there, so I got to go and get a picture with her. And then also during some wrestling show that we went to in Pasadena, I don't remember which one it was because we went, we've gone to two. One Bustin was for uh, autism, busting for autism, and that was. And, uh, the other one was House of Hardcore. One of those, she was there as well. So okay. I got a, I got a picture with her there. I got a picture of her with the at the Beaumont show like five years later. So it's like between 2014 and 2019, you know, got to yeah. meet her a few times. So it's cool getting to see them and and all that. So pretty cool. But uh, Diamante um, got the victory, and that was around the time that they AEW announced that they're having a women's tag team tournament. So it's going to be eight teams. Uh, they haven't announced who. I wonder what they're going to do and who. I'm hoping that it's to crown like women's tag team championship. When is this? Uh, I did not remember. I, I did wonder not that if uh, Britt Baker and Reba <laughs> Rebel. <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> Reba! Oh, that was another thing we didn't talk yeah. about, the backstage My interview. name is actually Re- Reba! 
<laughs> First off, you need to turn this around. We need to get a chair that knows how to turn around because all chairs should be able to turn around. Yeah. She had her nose. She had to have her nose fixed. Mm-hmm. It's tough being a role model. Tony. <laughs> yeah. I love the chemistry between. Oh yeah, Baker for and sure. Tony They're Giovanni. having fun. You could tell. Yeah. And you know, with Tony Schiavone, you can have a discreet box sent to your door yeah, yeah. that won't say erections for Tony. I mean, it'll be erections for Tony, but that's at your discretion. Yeah, man. you can chew it and do it. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, you can get a free number and get a free erection. Yeah. Hit up Tony Schiavone and learn how he'll give how you a free, free erection. erection. <laughs> Simple as that. Why would anyone tweet at him? Up? Tweet at him. Tony, can you give me a free erection, please? Sure can. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do... Go here, use this Oh, uh, goddamn. <laughs> so after that, we got to see Hangman Adam Page going up against Alan Five Angels of the Dark Order. Which was interesting because the Dark Order came out at first mm-hmm. uh, without Brody Lee and Colt Cabana. Then they boom. came out. Colt Cabana. And you could tell, like... Colt Cabana's like talking to the guys mm-hmm. and stuff like regular talk, you know, not like they're all super tough yeah. and stuff like that. He has his new shirt. Brody Lee's Colt Cabana slowly turning him. Turn him. I wish, I, I wish they do. I wish they will turn him. I you want to see the good guy Colt Cabana turn evil and join the Colt? Yeah. And, you want to uh, see Colt in a Colt? Yeah. How dare you? Um, Some fan you are. He's taking a selfie with you. <laughs> and that's, how, that's what you wish for Colt Cabana? So he's seeing what's going on. He's not on. just the boom boom guy. Yeah, he's more than that. Uh, Broly Lee comes out. He asked, uh, well, he gives some proposition to Hangman. Do you want to join the uh, the Dark Order? He's Find like, it I, interesting I, that your friends are nowhere near when you're in immediate danger. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to hit you. Yeah, I'm just saying. And then he offers that to him, the protection, all stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, that's good, but I don't feel like joining a cult." Oh, for your protection. And uh, he says, yeah, you're going to regret this. So they leave. You've or he leaves. Bed. Up, He gets out of the ring. Goes up there. They stay up there for a while. He gives them the nod to other guys to beat him up. But Break his not before they leave. Yeah. So they leave. He gets Colt. Puts his arm around him. They leave. And they go beat up. Um, Come on, Colt. You, didn't, you don't need to see this. Yeah. So, I mean. Let's go continue your brainwashing. Because I mean, they training. just gave him new merch. Yes. Um, of course. And then. It's to show what is possible for joining the Dark Order. It, you are no longer going to be a loser, sir. Hangman and Page. Uh, FTR comes out and helps him. Then Kenny Omega does. A little late. A little late. A little late on that so one. So, I wonder if there's, you know. He's going to leave and kind of join. I don't know if FTR is going to stay there for long, but I wonder if they're going. he's going to join forces with FTR at one point. Mm, maybe. Kenny Omega is so, going to turn evil. Who knows? So that happened. Sacrificed upon a bed of evil. And lettuce. And lettuce. Bed of evil and lettuce. Um, so then after that. The bacon aside, this was the best damn sandwich I've ever had in my life. What's the main events next? Yes. Chris Jericho, Jake Hager going up against Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. So, good action from these was, guys. Yeah, I thought that was a good match. Dude, Luchasaurus kept on fucking hitting <laughs> Jericho with those kicks in yeah. the side of his head. I was like, God damn. Yeah. I was like, stop hitting Jericho. He's like 50. He's a fragile baby bird. Don't, like, fucking hit him with it. Like, God damn. He is Demo God. Demo God. He is Le Champion. Demo which, God. by the way, that's now a t-shirt. Demo God. Yeah, I Chris saw Jericho. that. Yeah. I still want Good a little Lord. bit of the bubbly. 
how much more merch can that man push? My God, dude, he comes on for like thirty like years. That. Yeah, he's the merch man. The merch uh, man. <sighs> but I forgot what happened. Good action. Yeah, good action. Big kicks, big hits. They they want. Uh, I love the fact Jericho. that uh, Hager and Luchasaurus got in the ring together and they just started wailing on each other. And we're not even like trying to block it. They're it, just it like, I'm just going to hit. Because they haven't fought yet. Yeah, I don't think so. It was good. Uh, uh, they were doing moves. Yes. To as in tradition, traditional sorry. wrestling matches. Inner Circle is doing moves to um, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy after the match, and Serpentco. Serpent, go sure. Serpent, whatever got involved. We're like, who's this? That son and of a I bitch. Because they weren't zooming in on his face, but I could tell by his body language how he moves. I was like, that looks like Sammy Guevara. <laughs> and that then when they did a, a close up before he took the mask off, I was like, that's Sammy Guevara. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so he's back. Sammy's he back. Is. Have you heard any backlash at all? I've seen a couple of comments, but it's sort of like the, you know, two percent. Yeah. It's you know the majority of people are like welcome back Sammy look he you know he said something in the past four years ago that was inappropriate he apologized for it he apologized to the parties involved he took his suspension he did the sensitivity training whatever he needed to do and you know paid his time and you know now he's back yep okay let's move on you know then. After that, the best friends in Orange Cassie come out to fight them mm-hmm. off. So we get an announcement, a 10-man, five-on-five tag match. Yeah, you got players. Luchasaurus holler, holler. with um, Jungle, Boy. Jungle Boy and Orange Cassie, Trent, and Chuck Taylor versus the Inner Circle. Yes. All, the whole Inner Circle. It's going to be big. Yes. Yeah, so that's going to be fun next week. And they, they should have it the at the crowd. Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium, empty arena match. Maybe another time. That'd be fun. And that ends Impact. I mean, Impact. That ends Dynamite. <laughs> no, you're of Raw, sir. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that ends SmackDown. Uh, uh, so moving over to NXT, we'll, just, we'll breeze through some of these. Uh, Dexter Loomis defeats Killian Dane. That happened, yeah. Breezango defeats Everrise. Okay. Yeah, Shotzi Blackheart defeats Aaliyah. Shotzi Blackheart calls her shots. Yes, and then uh, um, Robert Stone got run over by a tank again. And then uh, Mercedes Martinez came joins out. the Robert Stone brand. Hopefully that uh, that goes good. Hope so. Yep. Uh, we got to see a triple threat match because at the start of the show, um, Keith Lee announced, hey, I want to give opportunity to the other wrestlers, so I will be focusing my talents on the NXT Good on him. Good on him. championship, vacating the uh, North American championship. So William Regal put in a tournament-style thing where he's going to have a series of triple threat matches. Winner moves on to the North American championship match at the next takeover. So it was Johnny Gargano, Roderick Strong, and Bronson Reed in a triple threat. Bronson Reed, I, to be honest, I was watching parts of this match, didn't remember who won. Uh, like, I've zoned out wow. at some point. So, not to say that the action was bad or anything, but it's just like, you know, I've gotten to the point where I watch AEW and then I put on NXT. Yeah. You know. 
So Bronson Weed, Bronson Weed, Bronson Reed got the win, which is kind of surprising. Um, I figured that Gargano or Strong would have gotten it, but you know they've both been North American champions, so it's time to elevate some people. Yeah, even Finn Balor uh, had a promo about it. Yeah, I feel like they're going to put the belt on Balor. That'll teach you to think clearly. It's going to Bronson Reed, Um, and they're going to have to. I don't know. So after that, we got to see Timothy Thatcher going up against Oni Lorcan. But that was hard hitting. Yes, hitting pretty good. It was pretty enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Uh, but Timothy Thatcher did end up getting the victory. So yeah, good stuff. Cool. Uh, after that, got to see the main event: Dominic Dijakovic going up against Karrion Cross. How was that? Very Rocky Four ish. I don't know if you've ever watched Rocky Four. Nope. Well, then I would invite you to watch Rocky Four to get the reference. So, um, do you want to know the spoilers of what sure. happened in Rocky? Okay. So, aside from Rocky winning, which that's the given, except for the very first Rocky. Spoilers alerts. Have you the watched Old Man Rocky? Have you watched any of the Rocky movies? One. Which one? One. Oh, you watched the very first one yeah. where he loses to Apollo Crew. Uh, Apollo, Apollo Creed? Cruz and Apollo, Terry Crews. Yes, Apollo Creed. <laughs> you watched yeah. that one? Okay. Yeah. So you know, in the second one, he comes back, he wins. Third one, he fights Mr. T and wins. Fourth one, he fights Ivan Drago. But before he fights Ivan Drago, he was originally retiring. Apollo Creed wants to fight Ivan Drago in a match. And Rocky's like, hey, well, you got to take this match. Bro. You ain't got to take it. You got nothing to prove. And he's like, what if I want to prove something? So this is kind of like Karrion Cross versus Dominic Dijakovic. You got an unstoppable brute coming in, taking on, you know, the best friend in this in this scenario Keith Lee will play the role of Rocky Dominic Dijakovic will play, plays the role of Apollo Creed Karrion Cross plays Ivan Drago mm-hmm. in the scene where Ivan Drago literally kills Apollo Creed in the ring like it's supposed to be an exhibition. Hey, let's put on a show for all the fans. You know, I'll dance around, hit you. You dance around, and hit me. Literally dies in the ring because he's hit so hard. And Rocky is forced to watch. He doesn't throw the towel. He hesitates because that's his friend. And his friend said, don't you dare throw that towel in. I know what I got myself into. This is a fight. And you, know, you let me take my, my, my hits. Literally the same thing happens here. Karrion Cross just beating the ever-loving piss out of Dominic Dijakovic. There was a spot that I'm really surprised they didn't, like, have a DQ finish or something because, like, Dominic's head was behind the stairs and Karrion Cross like, kicked the stairs or whatever. And anyways, so Karrion, like, drags Dominic's lifeless body into the ring, just begins pummeling him, punching him in the head, elbows, forearms, whatever. Keith Lee comes out and is like, hey, man, knock that shit off. And Dominic's like, uh, this was my choice. Let me let me finish the fight. Can't defend himself. And Karrion is just like, all right, well, I'll just make this easy for you. Puts him in a submission, which I think is like the straight jacket, whatever, yeah. whatever it's called, and taps him out. And then Karrion cross stares at Keith Lee and is like, bring it, bitch. So... So go and watch Rocky Four, then go and watch this match, and tell me I'm wrong. People, that's have my seen challenge. It probably, that's probably my challenge. Say, yeah, this is Rocky Four thing. challenge. We're Rocky Seven. Team. 
there have been seven films with Rocky Balboa in it. There have been five Rockies. Creed. There have been five Rockies. There's been Rocky Balboa. There's been Creed and Creed 2. So that's eight. And which which Creed movie is the band Creed in? <laughs> so anyways, carrying across the news the today. Moving on to Hot Topics. Uh, we already covered every uh, everything except for one. Um, and that was the near hour-long response to sexual assault accusations by Joey Ryan. Oh, God. Okay, so... Ooh, did you uh, say s- queso? <laughs> so I send that to you. I uh, this was before Impact, I think. Yeah, uh, before Slammiversary, I mean. And uh, so I listened to it, and I listened to about twenty minutes of it. You guys start listening to like the middle to end to like know such he's like a fucking creep. Yeah, I mean, uh, okay, people know that he's a fucking creep, but part of me wants to believe certain things because he's he Joey Ryan is is. Saying certainly, go. I got these messages and stuff, and this comes across this way. Blah 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 blah. But then he gets to certain points where he's just a fucking. Um, he's sexually deviant. Yeah. Like basically, after each show, he wants to find someone to have, to have sex with. Basically, that's what it is. He needs that release. And there's a. I know for one of the stories. There's one girl who is like underage. He's hitting on her, but he swears after he after she says no. He just drops it, but because that makes it all all right. Yeah, you know, because even he may even made the comments like, "Well, you know, I'm old enough to be your father." He even said that way because I know because he goes, "I know that sounds bad and stuff," and my apologies on that. He mm-hmm. apologized, but like, where are you gonna go from here? It's like he even said that Impact was like, you know what, I had it in my contract that they couldn't release me from anything that I've done in the past before but they still released them so i don't know how that well it's gonna be he may take legal action against impact he said <laughs> so i'm like because no, there's been no legal actions against joey ryan at all yet yet because they're probably collecting evidence but like it's called discovery i learned that. there's a lot of thanks legal legal <sighs> there's a lot of stuff that's that's going on he's he's talked about a lot of cases and a lot of stuff that's that's gone on like he even said like i guess it was candace Lorray. i guess they used to date i guess it, uh, no 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 not they candace were tag La- partners yeah they didn't date his last wife whoever it was that you know that video that he was wrestling her and then you know yeah proposed in the ring you know um he had permission from his wife okay i gotta remember exactly what he said something's like don't really mess around Whenever he, I, I forgot the wording when you're, he's on the road, but he still fucking messed around on the road mm. with women. I was like, he's a fucking sleazeball. And then at the end, it's like, if he's really gonna do this, good on him. But still, he did like a fucking bad shit. He's like, you know what? Um, you know, I talked to some people. I know some friends and stuff. I was like, I think I'm gonna uh, try to find Jesus and stuff. <laughs> and basically, and like, if he is good on him, if he's wow. just if he's just throwing it out there just to get sympathy, then fuck him. Yeah. We'll still fuck him, but well, don't fuck don't him. Fuck but, him. But, That's but that's what got everyone in the trouble. Don't fuck him, with. but f you to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck um, off. Fuck off. It's just I watched the whole thing. Yeah, I did. And was he like? promoting something promoting his merch or something or uh uh okay because i saw people comment on it 
Like what were the, what were they saying? They were just like, I can't believe he would turn this into a promo or something. He was he didn't show any emotion. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, I watched the first twenty minutes where he's like showing all the screenshots of these cherry picked conversations, yep, and I'm like, that's dude, that's what he did. Like you're cherry picking. You're like, hey, I have these 20 allegations, but here's four where we actually had conversations. And it's like, that he, he showed a lot. Him. He showed yeah. a lot of conversations. I know it's not all of them. And there's wrestlers that went out and said stuff against them even after that. We'll there was even one where he was like, this, uh, I'm not going to show this person's identity or the dates in which we had this conversation. So it's like, you could literally just take a conversation from someone from any point in time and blur it out and be like, yeah, this is what they said. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm, okay, whatever. So He told about his um, sexual encounters that was, what would you call it, when it's consensual. He says mm-hmm. it's consensual on certain things, but... He's just he's my just, thoughts on it is if he's there, still sleazeball. Yes, if there are that many stories coming out and you're cherry picking four of them to be like, no, no, it was all. And he, he even said at one point he was like, most of them were consensual. I'm like, if there is one person that you did something you weren't supposed to, then that gives credibility to every single one of them. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't defend if you cannot show valid proof for every single person who is making accusations for you. Don't fucking do it. Then just disappear. Yeah. Just disappear. You know? And like, then like I was he, getting just bad vibes watching it. Yeah, he cut the comments off on his YouTube mm-hmm. uh video but on Facebook, I don't know if you can disable comments on Facebook stuff, but mm. that's a whole that's a that's a different game and people were just bashing there was like a yeah. few that were like there were we're still believing you like we know the real you i was like it's so weird it's like he plays a sleaze ball but he really wants to have sex with uh, girls after the show like he was really living that rock star life mm-hmm. and but as i'm sure there are many wrestlers out oh, there who did there was another thing i didn't know this fucking happened he said so there was a podcast that he went on to um not ours, but this is like <laughs> a physical it. podcast. He met someone, and I guess they were messing with them. Yeah, and it's like, well, this is gonna be a whole nude podcast, and he wanted to show him that he was fair game. So whatever podcast he showed up, he he was naked. Hmm, that's fucking weird. I mean, if you got proof of that, then because so he wanted to apologize to those guys that he showed up naked to. Him. Well, that's one thing. It's it's one thing to like have them open the door and you be naked at the door. It's another thing to like show up and be like, "Where can I?" You know, I don't know how it turned out. I think he. I don't know. I don't know the full details on that part. Like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna show up at someone's house party completely naked because I heard, oh, or we might get in the pool later and don't worry about bathing but suits. No, what like, I mean is, no, like, you, there's it must time be, and a place. It must be like he showed up naked because he. He was saying to this guy, said, this is all nude podcast, a nude yeah. podcast. Like, even the people doing it are nude. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you show up to the place clothed mm-hmm. and be like, if we're if this is actual, actually happening, where do I need to go to disrobe? Like, don't open the door and be like, look at my dick. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's some truth. 
to the stories. Yeah. And there may be a couple where, you know, where he does have evidence and, you know, it's legitimate. Mm -hmm. But again, if there is one single person that he cannot provide proper evidence for that their story, you know, has more proof that he was sleazy or whatever, then that justifies everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, it only takes one. Like so I, I, for for him to be able to like, I don't know, like the way that he came off, it just seemed very uncomfortable to me. And let's see if I could do impressions. Like I have these stories, and this and now is I'm the gonna, story. This is like I did this, I did this to or whatever, right? And, stuff and the like fact that. that even like this part's going to be graphic it's because be I graphic. performed oral sex, and, and it's like. Okay, save that for the court, okay? Because I don't, you know... Like, why try to prove to I know, people, like, I know if certain you're details. going to prove it to someone, prove it in the fucking courts, yeah. not on YouTube. Right. Like... She mentioned that she was on her period, and I was okay with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we just learned something about that, okay. Yep. But anyways, so... It's weird. I don't... I don't like it. Nope. I don't like it. I don't like bit. either. So, anyways, if you'd like to listen to it, it is on YouTube yeah. or Facebook or wherever. Whatever. And the fact that he was just like, please watch. Here's my hour-long... It popped up out of nowhere. Yeah. It was just like, hey, here it is. God damn. Behold. So, well, that's going to do it for us this week. That was a lot we got to talk about. Lots of good wrestling over the course. And lots, some good, How some good, some that? bad. Uh, hour 43. So, not too bad. Good listen for our good listeners listen. out there. So um, we thank you so much for tuning in. I know we haven't gotten a whole lot of comments here lately, but if you happen to be listening at this point and you feel like you want to chime in, you can always uh, go to our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com or WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. You can subscribe to our show on Apple Podcast by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, BeyondPod, Player.fm, Satchel, uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, and uh, Amazon. Yeah, no, I said Yeah, we're on I all of them. Yes, we know. are out there, sir. The Search Wrestling News Source Podcast. And you can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, WNS underscore Dano. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore A Bear, and on Instagram, A Bear underscore Mode. I'm on Instagram, WNS underscore Daniel. And you can follow me on TikTok at Daniel Heron. There you go. Anything else for you, sir? Nope. All right. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler A Bear. And we will catch you all next Bye. week.